This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash golf. T's and C's apply. Clue number three. I worked as an assistant coach under both Wayne Bennett and Craig Bellamy. I worked as an assistant coach under both Wayne Bennett and Craig Bellamy. Double eight, double three. If you know the answer to that question, and we'll if you don't that. get it, you get an. If you don't get it, give yourself an uppercut. Yeah, okay. Kempi thinks it's pretty easy. Kempi's, Kempi's pretty happy. Uh, we got uh, in studio. We got guests who are not going to get uppercuts, Kempi. Uh, luckily, because you're up in Kerry, Kerry. But uh, hell uh, no. Look at Finn, look at Finn Allen's cannons. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You might, <laughs> you might throw one like. back. He won't, won't throw one back. Yeah, Finn, Alan, Matty Green join us in studio. Good day, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Thank you. That's a story. Big day for New Zealand cricket today because uh, the summer of cricket officially starts. Tickets are on sale now. We've got 32 matches across nine cities, 10 different venues right around the country. Uh, you guys are going to be involved in with the White Ferns and the Black Caps, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, how, how much are you guys looking forward to uh, what we've got to come and, and who we've got to come uh, to New Zealand over the next three or four months? Oh, I think from the White Ferns' point of view, it's um, a huge summer. Um, got obviously Pakistan here in December and then finish off the summer with England, who are one of the best teams in the world. So, yeah, really exciting. Um, obviously, all our cricket's on free-to-air TV as well with TVNZ this year, which is, um, yeah, a huge step forward. And, and hopefully there's lots of eyeballs on the cricket this year and lots of boys and girls picking up the bat as a result. Yeah, exactly. And you can hear all the commentaries right here on SENZ as well uh, if you're out in the garden or at the beach uh, on the radio. Uh, and Finn, what about yourself, mate? Where, whereabouts do you see you and the Black Caps uh, mix at the moment? Uh, yeah, obviously we've got, um, I guess, all three formats this summer and it's kind of the first home summer that I've been involved in where we'll be at home the whole time. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Um, pretty cool that we get, you know, four, four pretty massive um, countries out to New Zealand for the summer. Um, hopefully be involved in a lot of the white ball stuff. Um, quite a bit of, um, you know, T20 uh, floating around. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Seriously, Rick, go out to the fridge there in the freezer. There's a big chunk of ice and give them and get them put them on those biceps of finalins there they're scaring me mate <laughs> yeah all right just, yeah. just get them down just get them down <laughs> hey hey maddie look you've just you've just toured uh, south africa with the t20 and the the odis um how good how good was it because you had a few games there that were abandoned but as far as the team goes how was how good was it for the team leading into these series against pakistan and england yeah, we've had a, um, a really good winter actually, a couple of overseas tours, Sri Lanka and then as you said South Africa and uh, the weather was a bit of a pain but it's okay, you can't control that. But um, yeah, a really good series, I think two pretty evenly matched teams and we had some different people standing up on this tour, um, Hannah Rowe, Brooke Halliday I thought were excellent throughout the tour so that was really exciting and 
Um, so yeah, it was great prep leading into the summer, and uh, you know now we're back home training for a few weeks, and yeah, ready to kick it off. What's the go-to when it's raining outside in South Africa? I mean, what's your go-to game? Are you playing? Are you playing like uh, Texas Hold'em? What are you playing? You got the cards out. What's what's the go? There's a bit of five hundred being oh, yeah. played actually, um, and then well, I haven't heard that for a while. I know we sound like a bunch of old people, um, <laughs> but no, a couple of the girls are quite talented on the guitar, so lots of sing- sitting around singing and playing guitar and. A uh, bit of presidents and presidents and A's and then yeah, yeah, lots of lots of downtime, especially when that rain hits. Finn, you're you're back with Auckland. Um, why are you batting at seven? You know, like you you, you scored seventy nine in your last, but you're batting at seven. Aren't, aren't you an opening batsman? What's going on? Yeah, I'll fire you through uh, Doug Watson's mobile number and you can give him a call. <laughs> no, I think um, you know they had a lot of guys um, in that top order do well over the last couple of years in Red Bull and. I guess he kind of wanted me to just um, ease my way back into Red Bull cricket. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, with the aim to push myself up the order a little bit in the games to come. I suppose tactically, if you've got guys doing the job at the top that have been there, you know, while you've been out, um, in a way it could almost be seen as a bit of a compliment because he's putting you there to bat with the tail, right, and and, and help keep the tail together for, for, for long as you can get more runs. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the point of it was to... Let me just kind of go in and, and bat, you know, not have to worry about, you know, batting for a lengthy period of time or anything like that. As, as much as I want to do that and be able to show that I can do that, you know, um, I think that will come with time and just play it by ear. And Maddie, you've this, got you've got a great record. Sorry, Kimpy, you've got a great record. Um, I, I think you're second in the world for the most innings at internationals without getting a duck. Yeah, it's funny you said that. I was in England playing some um, regional cricket over there, and the the coach in my speech before my first game brought that up, and I got a duck that game. So, uh, oh right, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I think the less we talk about it, the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, I was going to say to you, you know, that step up from playing domestic cricket here to playing international cricket. How did you find that initial step up, and what was your mental process that maybe saw you set that record? Uh, oh, interestingly, I think like I made the white ferns at nineteen. I was very young, and um, in all honesty, I probably didn't think I deserved to be there. And I was in and out of the team for for the first sort of four or five years of my career, so probably didn't handle it that well. Um, but I think you know now we've got better systems in place um, through domestic cricket and more playing opportunities before you get into into international cricket. So hopefully from, um, you know, future youngsters coming through, that really helps. And, yeah, I think sort of as, as a batter, as you get older, it seems to get a bit easier in handling those sort of mental pressures, I suppose. Matty, that's a really good point. Just a, when, you, when you're sort of getting on in your, your career, and I, I found this myself, um, things tend to slow down for you. Like, you know, you see the ball a lot, a lot sooner. You see the holes in a, on, a, on a football pitch a lot better. You know, we, we, you know which pass to select. I guess the same as in cricket when people are bowling to you. Do you think that um, as your career gets on, that probably organisations, they let players go as opposed to keeping them in structures longer so that young players, like you just said, I come in at 19, I probably didn't make the, the best decisions, are there to mentor those types of players through? Yeah, I think now as well, you know, we've seen... Um 
the recognition in terms of the importance of mental skills coaches and things like that throughout different sorts of sports and you know I certainly think in cricket that's something that all players can utilize more and more and um, you know as you get older I just think it's just that maturity and understanding yourself and your game um, that certainly helps and you know you got people like Finn who can come in and just do it, tee off at such a young age and I think people like that are actually the exception rather than the rules so you know I, I certainly encourage all my younger teammates to, to use the mental skills coaches and um, they're just there to help them and you know cricket's such a such a mental game especially batting. If you've got a question for either Finn or Maddie, uh, text it through to us on the Temper Bedpost text machine at double eight double three, and we'll put those questions uh, to them. Maddie, something else that uh, came out when I was doing a little bit of research for this is you got proposed to on field. No, no, sh- shit, no, that wasn't me. Oh, wasn't uh, it? No, no, that would be my absolute worst nightmare. <laughs> I think that was Amanda Wellington. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I've been Adelaide given Strikers. some false information. No, I've been no. given false information. Oh, don't worry. That's a complete stitch up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll leave that then. We'll <laughs> leave that uh, that that line of questioning. I'll I'll shoot kids later on. Um, hey, hey, Finn, I've got I've got one for you, mate. The the World Cup's on at the moment up there. Are you surprised that England have been sent home packing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. To be honest, um, obviously we had that series against them uh, in the in the UK where they you know they did pretty well um, and they looked like a pretty good side. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's a tough one because I suppose sort of similar thing happened 2015 World Cup. You know, they're one of the top sides coming in and, and don't seem to quite click. Um, yeah, I, I was very surprised. Yeah, and and what about what about when you're viewing? Oh, this is a, just a personal qu- question, Finn, because you know I like I like seeing young blokes coming to the to today's professional game, especially with all the the pingers that are out there for the taking. Like when you're when you're looking at your career and you're and you're sort of picturing what it what it can look like over the next ten years. What sort of horizons do you see? What what does Finn Allen think that he can achieve over those next ten years? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Oh, Any good questions on the show, Finn? <laughs> Other than my one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, you know, for me, I want to try and push to play all three formats for sure. Um, obviously, you know that Red Bull takes a little bit more time and getting that test squad is a pretty tough one to crack at the moment. Um, but, yeah, those are definitely my aspirations. You know, um, even you know, taking up some leadership is something that I aspire to do and, and talk to Kane uh, a lot about um, and that sort of thing. So... Yeah, I mean, for me, I just want to be as good as I can be, and um, yeah, I just suppose now whatever role that I'm given by by Steady and and whoever may be coaching down the line, you know, things might change um, with that role. Um, but yeah, I just try and nail that as good as I can, and yeah, be the best I can be. I guess pretty cliche. When you're coming through, because I mean, you're a young fella compared to us, right? And and all the talk in the in the in the um, last few years has been T20 cricket. Mm-hmm. So does. For you, as a, oh, you're obviously a cricket fan, you love cricket, but does test match, is test match cricket still the pinnacle for you or do you see white ball as where you want to go? I mean, obviously it's kind of begun for me with white ball and um, well, professionally it kind of started with red ball. I played a lot more four-day cricket for Auckland than I did any white ball. Um, but yeah, it's still the pinnacle. It's still obviously where all the history is and all that. But um, I think it takes a lot more time and um, I suppose with... The way the game's going, you know, T20 cricket is taking off all the all the stuff around the world that, you know, opens up a lot of opportunities. So, you know, I found playing a lot of white ball for New Zealand in the last couple of years, I haven't really had the chance to play much red ball. So coming home and, and having a bit of a crack at it has been, been quite nice. 
Maddie, just on the on the back of uh, what's hap- been happening down here in New Zealand, especially in women's sport, you know, we had the the Rugby World Cup, which was absolutely sensational. We 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 picked that up, and then straight off the back of it, we have the soccer um, World Cup down here, which New Zealand, you know, unfortunately couldn't make it through to the to the the final stages, but we saw the support come from everywhere. Are we ex- are, are you guys expecting that type of support? for women's cricket when when you go out against Pakistan and England this year? Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Um, But yeah, you know, certainly it's been a really cool sort of 12 to 18 months for women's sport in New Zealand and we've had some excellent events here in New Zealand and, you know, when I was growing up we only really saw netball on the TV and Mm. um, not necessarily any other sportswomen. So I think um, the cool thing is hopefully there's young girls and young boys out there that see all these different sports on TV and, you know, they just enjoy watching and want to be a part of it and encourages them to get off their phones and, and, and onto the sports fields. So, yeah, look, we, we're really looking forward to a, a big home summer and, you know, we're always really well supported wherever we go through New Zealand. I had a text through from Paddy, uh, well, uh, which I'll ask both of you. We'll start with you, Finn. Uh, when you have, a, I guess, a perceived weakness in your game against a certain type of bowling or, or, or you know when they, you set up for a certain shot how do you make changes to make sure it's no longer a weakness is it all mental is it technique is it a combination yeah I suppose it, it can be tough if you're in the middle of a tournament um, you know something that I had early on I guess was left arm in swing um, standing on I'd take guard on like middle stump and then I found that I was getting strapped in front of all three uh, a fair Fair bit. So I guess I, I just shifted to leg stump. You know, sometimes you can make a like a little subtle uh, change to to help with those sort of things. But during a tournament, it's kind of hard to change anything technically. I find you kind of it's just a mental thing. And I guess being aware that you know teams might target your weakness. I'm sure it's the same with all the scouting these days. You know, it's pretty hard to hide a weakness. I guess so. Yeah, Maddie. I mean, is there anything that you've had to overcome, and uh, you know, on that front, like a, sh- a certain shot that you felt you were susceptible to? Oh, I think any time I come into bat, um, most opposition teams bring on left arm spin or leg spin, so <laughs> the ball turning away has always been a little bit of a challenge for me. You know, I like to hit the ball hard and have pace on the ball. So um, yeah, look, I think it's just about getting into the nets and, and practicing that. But at the same time, it's trying to not to go away from your strengths and keep working on that too. But you know, as a professional sports person, you got to keep evolving and getting better and. Um, yeah, as Finn said, with all the scouting and videos these days, there's not really too many places to hide. Hey, Finn, do you do you have an idol like a New Zealand sports idol that you look at um, when you were growing up and, and used today, and and say, or you know, that person there's someone that I'd I'd really like to um, to emulate. Um, yeah, well, I guess um, I was fortunate enough to work with Marty Crow before uh, he passed away when I was at school, um, and he was kind of a bit of a mentor for me for. A, for a period of time, which was pretty awesome. Um, unfortunately, I grew up with an English father, so my uh, sporting kind of don't, growing up was Don't was tell English. Baz that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, for me, it was, I guess, my main one was like Kevin Peterson, um, just because the yeah, old man always had English cricket on the TV, and he was someone that I aspired to, just the way that he took the game on, and, you know, the way he played was, I don't know, I thought it was pretty pretty cool. What about you, Maddie? Um, oh, I used to love Stephen Fleming. This is really rogue, but I was a massive <laughs> fan of Stephen Fleming. I think, um, you know, I just love watching him bat and the way he kept in for the Black Caps. Um, and he led a pretty good era for New Zealand cricket. Um, you know, outside of that, um, most other sports you see on the TV, the netball is obviously Irene Van Dyke. She was an absolute icon of New Zealand netball and um, just such a legend for such a long time. But yeah, Stephen Fleming, I think I actually did like a primary school speech on Stephen Fleming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, have you still got that somewhere? 
Uh, hopefully not. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All good, guys. Hey, listen, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to the summer of cricket and seeing you both out there, both in action. Uh, it's such a big summer of cricket. As I mentioned, 32 matches, nine cities, 10 venues, Pakistan, Bangladesh, South Africa, Australia, England, all coming here. If you want a 15% discount on your selected tickets, head to Cricket Nation at nzc.nz and register there and get your tickets. Thanks very much for coming in. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for having us, guys. It is November the 1st, of course, means it's officially the start of cricket season. It is 8.19 here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. If you need a new mobile plan, make sure you visit Kogan Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.